because I believe science might offer an answer to the curse of the Bambino. Why someone took so long to hire that guy is beyond me. Anybody who's not tearing their team down right now and rebuilding it using your model, they're dinosaurs. One of the great things about money is it, it buys a lot of things. One of which is the luxury to disregard what baseball likes, doesn't like, what baseball thinks, doesn't think. <laughs> it's a threatening, not just a way of doing business, but, it's, but in their minds, a threatening game. How can you not be romantic about baseball? All right, welcome to another Baseball Ops podcast with Top V. This is going to be a special one. We, we're not interviewing a business here. We're not interviewing um, a coach. What we're doing is... We're interviewing an experience. We're going through an experience of uh, a young player and parents who also is a professional athlete, pro uh, ex-professional athlete, and their experience of uh, really what the market is today. What is what The market has been this trend in baseball of, of weighted ball training. Um, and this is a story of uh, a 15-year-old who has been seriously injured, um, an, a, a great upcoming 15-year-old uh, that has all the potential world, still does, um, but, but talking about how he's been seriously injured um, by unfortunately not knowing what he was up against with this new approach, or no one would say new, this revamped approach uh, to player development. What do you think, Stephen? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think more guys need to start coming out with their stories on this because it is something that's uh, exploded in the baseball world as this superior uh, form of training, especially for velocity enhancement. And we've been speaking out against it for a while now um, that it, it's, it has a, a pretty high percentage of a chance of, of injuring guys and doing more harm than good. Uh, and is it is the risk really worth the reward? And I, I think this uh, interview is a is a good experience that's laid out by uh, 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 Jason and Noah um, on on a bad experience with it. And I, I think there's a lot of people out there who have uh, similar stories that haven't come out and kind of voiced their opinion. Uh, but it needs to start being put out there, um, uh, people's experience with it, good and bad. And that's all we're trying to do. We're not saying this is everyone's experience, but we're saying we do hear this a lot. Yes. Um, this has come, the trend has shown up, what, two, two or three years ago. And because I was such an advocate about not using weighted balls due to the stress that I know it puts on your body, because I had personally ex experienced it before my injury. And for example, when we interviewed Jim Parquet, he credited it to ending his major league career and a lot of the bad things I've seen through it in, in using it in training. And, and I know, just knowing the biomechanics, what it potentially can do to your arm. And now we have Mike Reynolds' study on six weeks of, of weighted ball training with 35 guys. It seriously injured one guy in the, in, in the six-week study, and, and two others were injured as well. Um, but one of them had to have surgery. And, and then it showed that you, after the thro throwing the weighted balls for that six weeks, compared to throwing the regular balls, that you were 78% at a higher risk of injury from there on out. Um, now we know that there's a problem here and that it, it's not this, uh, the wave of the future, which Major League Baseball wanted to make it sound like. Um, and, and this needs to get out. People need to hear these stories. Um, I know they've heard enough from me, and, and I've shown as much science as we can show that, it's, it, that, that what we have so far is it's showing injury, almost to me you know, conclusive, even though it's never conclusive. Uh, we do need more studies, but here's, here's a first-hand experience, guys, of what 
risk you are taking, and I want people to hear this because I want to save careers, guys. I want a 13, 14, 15-year-old kid to go, Brent, I didn't do weighted ball training because I heard this interview, and Noah's experience changed my perspective, and, and, and I, we might have saved his career. I think this is what I want to do with this episode here and in this show so uh, any last words well yeah i mean i just think i don't want people to think that it's like we're out just demonizing on this campaign against weighted balls understand that weighted balls are a tool and we understand that but defining what the tool is for is going to be huge and what it's what baseball needs moving forward we is it a velocity enhancement i think that is the biggest mistake people are making and it's being so exploded uh, throughout all of baseball to the point where I have guys reaching out to us on Snapchat saying my coach is forcing me to do weighted balls and my arm hurts. What do I do? And it's unfortunate because we're using this, this approach for a velocity enhancement and we're seeing so much injury uh, uh, coming from it that it's really be, it's, it's accelerating the injury rate in baseball with shoulder and elbow injuries. Um, and I think baseball really needs to like Brent's talking about, we need to educate, get more stories out there, uh, need more studies, and really start narrowing down what this tool is used for. Is it a warm-up tool? Is it an arm path tool? But I think what we're finding is it's most certainly not a velocity enhancement tool over your off-season. Great point. So here we go. Let's get started with the interview. All right, here we go. All right, Brent Porcio here with the uh, Baseball Ops podcast with Top Velocity. We decided to make this a special show. Um, we have some two. Um, we have basically a father and son that's going to be on the show today with Coach Zinger, and uh, they're going to tell us about their experience and what they've been going through with the popular form of training in today's game, which is weighted balls. and uh, And I think this is going to be a good show because people are going to learn a lot about kind of the risk factors behind uh, this popular trend. But let's first get started. With who's on the line, we got uh, is it's Jason Turley, correct? Correct, Jason Turley and my son Noah. And we got uh, Noah um, Turley as well, and we have Coach Zinger. Is Coach Zinger there? Is he, did he run off to the game? What's up, fellas? Yep, I'm here. All right. Well, we might lose Coach Zinger in the uh, the next few minutes. He's he's uh, coaching a game right now, and I've got uh, Stephen with me here in studio. But let's get started, kind of talking about. Um, Zinger, talk about how you met uh, Jason and Noah and um, kind of take us to when you first learned about what they were dealing with and go from there. Well, you know what? Their, uh, his younger brother came to me uh, for a pitching lesson and they come walking in and Noah had a, a serious arm uh, thing on his arm. And of course, I had to ask him, hey, what happened? And I'm going to let him tell exactly what happened, but long story short, basically blew, blew his arm out. And you, and yeah. they were, and they were, they were coming to you for, for help with this injury or, or, or what was, what were they looking for help with? Uh, the younger brother was coming just to, to train and, and get some uh, Arizona atmosphere. They came down from Utah for their spring break. Cool. And fun. And then, Jason, talk about your perspective as a parent. Why were you coming to Coach Zinger? Um, I think for a different perspective, you know, uh, as a parent, um, you know, I, I, you know, work with the boys and, and you know, we, Noah's 15 and, and Gavin, the, my younger son, is 13. 
And just, you know, I work with him all the time, but just, you know, Zinger uh, is such a, such a great coach and does such a great job. It's always, it's always good to get a different perspective from somebody else who actually knows what they're talking about. So that was all. We were on spring break, and we thought, man, we're down here in Scottsdale. Let's take advantage of this opportunity to go see Zinger. And, and you, you um, as your background, you have some pro experience. Talk, tell them about your pro experience. I did. I played. I played just a short while, just a few years with uh, with the Astros organization uh, in their minor league system, and uh, and I was a pitcher as well there. So, we basically have in this situation you and your 15 year old son Noah, who's on the line, who ha- have kind of been through a a, a a really challenging situation in his young career, uh, where he's fallen into some some really tough injury. Um, can y'all, either one of you, Noah or are you, are you, Jason, talk about what happened? Like, give us the story of what happened and how, how did it come to this? Well, maybe what I'll do is I'll give some background and then I'll let Noah um, tell his own story and, and what happened. But, um, you know, all coming up as, as Noah was playing travel ball and, and you know, uh, playing on, on his team and, and coming up, being a former pitcher, I, I know the extent that travel ball um, can, can, can play on, on a young guy's arm. And so I was very protective from the standpoint of didn't really work with him on pitching, didn't really want him pitching, didn't need him to win a 10, 11, 12-year-old championship, really could care less about that, wanted him more fundamentally sound as he was growing. He was growing fast. You know, at, at 15, he's like 6'2", but, but really, you know, kind of a skinny kid, like 155, 160 pounds. Um, and, and so we, we, we kept him off. He caught a lot. He was a catcher, but he threw really hard, um, threw really hard all the time, but we had not said, Hey, let's get you into pitching. Let's really work with you on pitching. Let's really develop your velocity because he was already throwing mid to high nineties without any weight involved, without anything, without anything, just naturally. And so when he, when he started his ninth grade year, or after his eighth grade year, we started with the, the high school team. The high school coach really took a liking to him, and his high school coach is a former pro guy as well. His high school coach is fantastic. He's a good guy, cares about arms, um, almost to to a fault. And he cares about arms and wants to make sure that he doesn't overthrow him. But he loved Noah and loved what he was doing, and and really saw some potential there. And so started working with Noah, and and you know, unfortunately, they started working with some weighted balls. And that's when things kind of, kind of, kind of went a little bit awry. But that's the background. I mean, he's just a young kid hasn't overused his arm. I know a lot of people say, "Oh, you know what? If, if there's a tear in UCL, or if there's an avulsion fracture, or there's these things, it doesn't just happen in in a week or two or three weeks. This is from years and years of overuse. That's bull. Because Noah did not have years and years of overuse. He played basketball. He played football. He skied for the Sundance ski team. He played multiple different sports year round." and didn't even really pitch until he got into his ninth grade year. And so, Noah, with that background, maybe, Noah, you can jump in and just talk about your feelings and, and, and what happened and, and how you started pitching and how you started working out and, and what happened from there. Well, yeah, um, it was more just like I was throwing hard, throwing really fast, got on the weighted balls, and my velo jumped up real quick, so I got really excited. And then, and then I went to a showcase, and I was throwing down some scouts and got really excited then, too, and just overdid it real quick, I guess, and tried too hard, and just popped. 
And, and your dad said you were throwing, what you said, high 90s. Were you high 90s or high 80s? No, 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 high, high 80s. Oh, high no, 80s. Okay, oh, high 80s. Yeah, <laughs> if I said high 90s, no. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's nice. So you were, you were high 80s, and how far into the weighted ball training were you when, it, when you had this, this injury? Um, I was just a, a week into it. The first week we maxed out with um, some under underload balls and like some six and seven ounce overload balls, and I hit like eighty nine just on the on the five ounce regular ball. And then it starts, my elbow started feeling a little weird, starting hurt, started to hurt a little bit, but I just kind of pressed through it. And uh, then I went to the showcase the next week, and it's kind of bugging me, but I was like, "I'll just go through. I'm here. I'll ice it tomorrow." And then. I was in the middle of a showcase and just popped. And you had been throwing those eleven ounce balls as well, hadn't you, Noah? Yeah, yeah. Throughout the week, I was I was long talking with the with the eleven ounce balls and just trying to get my arm healthy, I guess, but wasn't really doing too much good. So, for you being fifteen years old, having this experience, um, what did you think went wrong? What was the first thing that went through your head? I honestly, I don't know. I was, I was just, I was just, um, I was kind of just frazzled, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I didn't, I didn't really see what, uh, what had happened and didn't really process it until I really started, like, getting into it. I just, I just played baseball for the fun of it. I loved it. And then it happened and all of a sudden it just all went away real quick. So... What was the explanation? Could anybody give you an explanation why this had happened? Uh, not necessarily. They said they said uh, the surgeon, Dr. Kremschek, the dementia, who said um, the weighted balls could have been a big, uh, big part of it, and the showcase was probably a huge part of it because I was just trying to throw so hard. But no definite like point of what happened. So. Going into this weighted ball approach, what kind of approach had you taken up to this point? Have you taken, like, have you really done a lot to work on your velocity, or was this, like, the first time you wanted to try something? This was my first time ever. My coach just came to me and said, hey, um, all of our pitchers are doing this program. You can do it if you want. It'll help you gain some velocity. I was like, heck, yeah, if I can gain velocity, then why not? And it was like, it was the first little pit that I've ever been on the radar, just and to see like 82, 83, 84, even as a freshman, I was kind of just way stoked to see that because nobody else on my team was throwing that hard, and so I, I just tried to get my velo up with the with the balls. And Brent, to be honest with you, I, I didn't know too much about the weighted ball scenario even before this because Coach Green had reached out to me and said, "Hey, you know, we're going to possibly put all the pitchers on these weighted balls." Um, are you, you know, this, this, this uh, velocity program, are you okay with it? And I just said, yeah, sure, I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah, no problem. You know, just really as an unassuming father, just saying, yeah, sure, a velocity program, what is a long toss, some weights, what are you guys doing? I didn't really know and didn't really pay that much attention to it. Right, and that's unfortunate. I think everyone's been caught in that because we've, we've seen a real hard trend for the, using these weighted balls for velocity development, and all these academies are using it, but yet we don't have enough studies to show the health of them. And they've been around for a long time, and a lot of uh, coaches 
have turned away from them hard and have talked about the injury uh, potential that comes from them. But we, we, we just recently got a study that's the first study to look at the stress that it puts on the arm, and now we're just learning that it's showing that it makes the pitcher more susceptible, significantly more susceptible to injury for what it does to the shoulder and potentially the elbow. So you're right. It's unfortunate. The information is just coming out on what we're finding as it can be something that leads to injury or can be a cause for injury. But unfortunately, the trend and the popularity precedes that uh, information. So what we're finding is a lot of people that are, are unfortunately falling victim to this high-stress form of uh, velocity development. Um, so, I mean, what's the lesson learned here for you guys? What do you, what, how are you guys uh, moving on from this? Like, what's the lesson learned? What do you think, Noah? Um, well, I just, after this, I just want to stay healthy as long as possible, and uh, I'll now do whatever it takes to, um, to, to stay healthy and probably get stronger since I don't have that much meat on my bones right now. But, uh, but yeah, just try and, try and stay healthy at all costs and don't do anything unnecessary if it doesn't need to be done. So you're, uh, you're you know, post-surgery? From a, from a, or go ahead, go ahead oh, Jason, go ahead. sorry. I was just going to say from a, from a father's perspective, um, you know, I look at, and also from a professional's perspective as well, and I think that's a, a dual perspective that's important here because a lot of dads are just saying, hey, well, yeah, if it's going to help you throw hard, then that's probably the way to go, and that's probably really important. And I think, I think command is, for a pitcher, command is going to be absolutely critical for him, and the risk is just absolutely not worth the reward with these weighted ball programs. You might jump up two, three, four, five miles an hour in a really quick hit, but it's not going to be long-lasting. It's not going to be long-term. And so many kids that I've now talked to and heard about, they might jump up in velocity, and their, and their control goes totally out the window. And so now they're trying to work on control, and their mechanics are all messed up, all in the name of velocity. Right. Well, it, it, the risk just isn't worth the reward. I know. Sure. And, and those that are pushing these weighted ball programs are working so hard in their literature to prove why they can improve uh, command and how they can be safe for training. And unfortunately, I just don't think they're ever going to solve this impossible equation uh, that a more extreme throwing causes more arm injury. I don't think you can fix the arm injury epidemic we have with more extreme throwing. I think it's ridiculous. Um, so unfortunately, yeah, we talked about the horse, right? What'd you say? I say, I say it's, it's putting a cart in front of the horse. You know, it's, it's, yes, you might get some quick bursts, but then is it going to last long term and does it transfer to ultimately to, to the mound, you know, which I think, you know, is a whole other topic. But, you know, if we're, if we're risking a kid's career to gain two or three miles an hour when they're young, you know, what, what's the point of that? Exactly. And, well, and, and John, you, you, if you, the point that you make there, John, especially when they're young. I mean, these kids are still growing. Their bones are growing. Their tendons exactly. are growing. Their ligaments are growing. I mean, Noah has 15-year-old tendons. They're throwing 90 miles an hour with 15-year-old tendons because weighted balls helped him to get there. You know, as I did more research on it after this happened, because I'm kind of a research guy, I'm like, look, Noah was on his way. I, I threw mid-90s in, in high school. Noah was on his way to, to potentially doing that as well. And the, the, what I found out is, you know, a lot of these weighted ball programs are saying, hey, look, they don't advertise this. 
But after the fact, they're saying, hey, look, the only guys that should really be using weighted balls are guys that have spent years weight training and have a serious base, you know, below them. And then even if they're using the weighted balls, it's not really for velocity. It might be for some strength and conditioning and different things like that, but certainly not, you know, 15, 16, 17-year-old kids that are still growing. They actually said that mm-hmm. one of the programs that I talked to actually said that Noah who's a 15-year-old kid who's over six feet tall, skinny, and throws hard, is the poster child for someone who's going to blow up their arm on a weighted ball program. But you won't see that advertised anywhere. Right. So if, if he's the poster no, that child... that doesn't sell. But if he's the poster child, yeah. why, why, are, why are they still marketing to those, those, those people in that age group? So, I mean... The, if there is a poster child, why are they marketing it at all? Exactly. Why? Why well, is the program even, even younger exists? than that doing it too? I see younger guys doing it with. They haven't even figured out a fastball command yet, and they're they're worried about their velocity. And it's like, well, hey, dude, how about some fastball command first? What do you think? <laughs> right. Exactly. I think it it it's really trying to feed the 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 need or the 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 desire to want to throw a hundred miles an hour. It's feeding that, but it's feeding it with a quick you know, bump in velocity with a high risk of injury on the back end. And I think it, it has no place in the market strictly on the fact of, of the, out, the, 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 the averages that are being injured by it, which are a lot higher than just, um, than just Noah and, and what he's experienced. There's a lot of kids that are going to listen to this that are already experiencing arm pain that have already probably had the injury. And I, I just, I, I'm. It's hard to find a place for weighted balls in this game and in this market uh, for everything that well, we're I mentioning. Think, Brent, that it, the, the, the companies, don't get me wrong. I don't know these guys personally or anything like that, but I think, I think they prey a little bit off of today's society, where where you know these young kids, they're on their phones and they're on YouTube and they're on their iPads. And they want everything like now, 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 now. They want everything fast. They want Hollywood. Right. They want it now, 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 now. Right. And so they're like, oh, I can bump five to ten miles an hour in thirty days. That's my gig. I'm on. Let's go. Exactly. So they want it now, 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 now. As opposed to saying, hey, look, you're a freshman. Let's put you on a three-year, four-year program. Right. So you're peaking at the right time. Your structure is correct. Your mechanics are correct. And yeah, yeah. When you're a junior, when you're a senior, and you're strong, you're throwing hard, and you're doing it right, and you're an actual pitcher instead of just a flamethrower. But we all know that I don't care if you throw 100 miles an hour. If you can't pitch, you're going to get rocked at the next level anyway. Yeah, yeah and, and I think the crazy mm-hmm. part is, is not only these other you know, p- private companies are pushing this, but it's now all the way up to the major league level. We now have uh, even the book with Jeff Pisani wrote the book The Arm about uh, the, the, the epidemic of arm injuries. And at the end of the book, he's pushing weighted balls. And then you have... Um, with Yogi Berra's niece, I forgot her name, but an analyst for ML, ML, MLB Baseball, and she's saying, this is this the wave of the future? And Major League Baseball is now pushing weighted balls. So they are responsible for what is going on with our youth who are being subjected to this form of high-risk training. And I think if they are using weighted balls, maybe for strength training or something or deceleration or whatever, but if their focus is on, look, I'm using these weighted balls, have my velo pop in the next 30, 60, 90 days, and it's the short fix and it's the shortcut to to what I'm actually trying to accomplish. I think that's just an absolute recipe for disaster. Whether whoever's saying it, I don't care if it's a big league team, I don't care if it's whoever it is, because you're right. 
these young kids get a hold of it because it's their dream, and they're like, okay, well, if I'm going to go to a showcase, i got to throw hard. How am I going to get there? I don't have anybody to teach me, but this guy on the Internet saying that I can bump 5 to 10 miles an hour if I just go throw this 11-ounce ball as hard as I can. Exactly. That's, I mean, it's, it's irresponsible. Yeah, so so Noah, talk about the, the, the surgery. Like, what did they have to do to your elbow specifically? So they went in and they said uh, um, the needle condyle bone was just hanging by the, by the ligament. And so they had to go in and put a, put a screw through that. So let's say the, then they wrapped the, the UCL in, uh, in collagen and put splints all through it and it's pretty gnarly. They said it was, they said it was one, of, one of the first they've ever done. Wow. Uh, it's kind of, most, people, most people don't think that uh, the body can pop off and the UCL can tear at the same time. But in my case, it did. So they said it's pretty rare. Wow. So it's a pretty high, a pretty high risk, you know, activity, right? Which now we're learning. But it's like if we're going yeah. to see extreme... If we're looking for extremes, I mean, then you're going to be one of those outliers, you know, and it's thankfully yeah. for you, you're young and you can learn from this and you can share it like you're doing now, share with others so that they are aware of the situation. But also for you, you know, you get to learn, you know, more ground up approach and you get to learn, you know, building, building your body from, from that ground up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that's that. That's actually one thing I'm kind of glad about. That now, now in the future, I'll have so much, so much knowledge of my elbow. If it's hurting or it's tweaking somewhere, I can just shut it down right away instead of pushing through and just thinking, "Oh, I'll ice it tomorrow." I can really, I know what's going on, and it will most likely not happen again. Right. I mean, you you have learned an incredibly valuable lesson. I mean, I'm someone who had the rotator cuff surgery when I was 18 years old, and it devastated me because doctors said I'd never play again. So you're in, in the same thing. I learned so much to the point I, I now educate people about it. So it is. It's going to give you. Hey, I've got to run, boys, but I look forward to hearing the rest of this. All right, I'll, Zanger, uh, man. I'll thanks be for being on. Okay, Zanger. All right, yeah. So, Noah, yeah. it, 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 it's going to give you a great understanding of, of the health of you. Um, hold on. Yeah. I've got to kick this off. It's going to give you a great understanding of the health of your arm. And, uh, and what you, like you said, knowing when pushing it is too much and knowing um, uh, how to get it uh, protected and, and how to develop yourself and, and, and really what is healthy velocity and what's not healthy velocity. So it's going to put you on the right path for all that, which is great. Yeah, for sure. Well, good, man. Well, yeah, and I, when I was out there, Brent, uh, and I were talking, and, and you know, it is, it's, it's not that it's good that it happened to Noah when he was 15, but yeah, at least he's young. Least he's young, he's got some time, but you know he had to give up a whole year, a whole year of the thing that he loves because of just this, and it, it just seems so trivial that that this would cause a whole year out. But yeah, he does have time to come back and to heal and to you know to come back hopefully you know for him you know stronger than ever, you know. But I think something that, that people need to really take into account is you know. Yeah, the young kids are doing it, but what if you're what if you're 16? What if you're 17? What if you're 18? And you're trying to get that last five five miles an hour of velocity, and you're you're a junior, you're a senior. If you, if, if you blow your arm out because you're just trying to to do the quick game and trying to just go throw throw a ball, you know, at 11 ounce ball and trying to do that so you're gonna get some velo. If you blow your arm out when you're a junior, or senior, you could ruin every opportunity that you potentially could have had. 
if you just went about it the right way and didn't try to do it with, with weighted balls. Yes. I mean, Zinger it's, brought up when we were out there, he's all, imagine if this would have happened when you were in single A or double A or at college. There's a lot of guys that are jumping on in, in college and some of these guys, because they're just saying, what's that edge? And, and they're jumping on. And imagine if you blow out your arm then. I mean, the edge just is not worth it. I mean, that's just all there is to it. And they don't know that it's not worth it and almost until it's too late. It's a great point. I mean, I was 18 when it happened to me, and it was the worst time because I was trying, I was in JUCO, and I was trying to impress D1s, and it completely it, it eliminated that. I mean, the rest of my career, I was always just trying to scrap and fight for just any little piece I could get of my dreams that I feel like it almost had crushed for me because it had happened at such a, a bad time. So... I, pr I appreciate this, guys. I think this helps. Um, and, I mean, Noah, I, I want you to come out of this to where, like you said, you, you've learned a lot. And and, I'll, and someone like me and Zinger are here to help you through the process. I mean, I, you know, you, you still are going to have an amazing career, so don't let it set you back. I just think this really helps those kids out there that are blindly going into this. And I think we'll give you the last word. I mean, uh, what do you want to say to those kids that are kind of your age looking at these programs uh, to help them gain velocity? What do you want to say to them? Um, I mean, I guess I guess I would just say um, shut it down when you first feel that first feel that first week and try just try try and do it the right way. Try and try and be as strong as possible and as good as possible without doing it too quick. And I guess that's all I have to say. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it, man. And Jason, I think you gave us a lot of uh, words of wisdom to go by. And I'm sure you're going to take a different perspective with, with your next son. I think Noah can even help him uh, in his own development. But, I mean, your, for your last words, um, how does this change your perspective going forward with your 13-year-old? Um, I think the only perspective that I have is, you know, um, for, for anybody that's out there that's potentially considering weighted balls, I would just say, just just do your research. Just know what you're getting yourself into. It's not what it's cracked up to be. Just know that it's not what it's cracked up to be. You may gain a little velo off of it because you're going to get a little bit of, you know, just this overload, underload principle. You may see a little bit of a jump, but the risk just is not worth the reward. Weighted balls are not going to get you to the big leagues. That's just all there is to it. Weighted balls are not, but they could absolutely take a, a contract or a scholarship away from you. That, that's for sure. And people have asked me, they're like, well, what do you think about it? So I'm saying, look, I, 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 as far as weighted balls are concerned, again, maybe there's a place for like strength conditioning and stuff like that. But I promise you, my 13-year-old boy will never use weighted balls um, to try to gain velocity. That's absolutely for sure. Well, Jason and Noah, thank you so much. I think this is going to help a lot. I think you're going to save a lot of careers. I don't think you understand the impact this will probably have. So I really appreciate it. And I wish you all both the best. I think y'all are, your whole family is going to be very successful. So uh, thanks for doing the show, guys. Okay, Brad, thanks. Thanks. Right. Thanks, Noah. Best of luck, man. Let's talk to you all soon. Yeah, see ya. See ya. It's chilling. It's almost chilling to hear what Noah's had to go through in it, this early in his career. Um, I think that is the plus, that it didn't happen even later. Um, when it happened to me at 18, it really uh, devastated me. Um, so I'm glad he's young and young enough to, 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 to recover from this, and I hope the best for him. I really do, and I'm here to help.
but it's chilling when when you hear what he's had to go through, knowing that this kid is something special, um, and because he, he genetically has it, he has a father who's who's played at a professional level, and like you said, through in the mid '90s in high school. Um, so it's really upsetting to 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 hear that, but we we wish him the best. I hope you listen to the to his father. I hope you listen to Mr. Turley. I think some amazing words of wisdom. I hope this plays as a cautionary tale for anyone uh, deciding to use weighted balls, and I really hope that anyone out there that mm -hmm. is considering weighted ball training for velocity training it, it, it has an opportunity to listen to this podcast. And it, if you want to help, you need to share this. You need to put it out there. You need to send it to your coach, to your team. It should be something everyone listens to because this is the risk that you take when you decide to use weighted ball training uh, for some type of full performance enhancement. Yeah, I mean I – it is unfortunate, and I already know uh, the rebuttal that there's risk in, in uh, injury with everything, but I, I think that's why it's so important um, uh, to get both sides of the story out there. I think a lot of people are um, hopefully from this uh, will want to share their story and their experience with it as well. So I think it is really important that you have uh, the people putting their good stories out there and you have the people putting their bad stories out there and people can see the information on both sides and make an educated decision off what they want to do from that. So um, I'm just hoping uh, that the positive he gets out of this is a, a lesson for himself um, uh, that you know he kind of talked about. Um, but also it's a lesson that people get to, to listen in on without having to go through the experience and make a decision uh, for themselves down the road. Yes, and if you have a story that you want to tell about how you've been injured by weighted balls or you've had a friend injured by weighted balls or a son or player or whatever. Call this hotline. Yeah, no, just, uh, call our hotline. <laughs> but no, call. Reach out to us. Don't just comment here. Reach out to us at Top Velocity. Uh, Brent at topvelocity.net is my email. You can call me to, um, I'll give you my personal cell, 985-249-9508. Call me. I want you to tell your story because more people need to see that it's not just one person going through this, that it's a good percentage of kids having this experience. So appreciate you guys listening. Stay tuned for the next episode.